0: Welcome to Prep Rally, the podcast. This is Chip Susan. and I'm joined today by Ricky Fires to my left and Paul Boyd to my right. We are the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette sports reporters, and we're bringing you... This is... A, Ricky, what, what date is this? You're always my calendar guy. What's what's my date here? August the 26th? Uh, it's almost September. It's almost September. Yeah. I got a birthday coming in two, in two weeks, but Henry Apple has a birthday tomorrow. He's not here yeah. with us. we got a birthday tomorrow, so... We we'll give Henry a little early uh, shout out for his birthday.
1: So if you guys get him a card, put my name on it. We like will. I care.
0: We, we will. I'll I'll write it just like I write your name on the checks I forward. Okay. So there'd be no problem there. So we are getting ready for the for the start of the regular high school football season, and we are joined today by Fort Smith Southside brand new football coach Kim Dameron. Coach, thanks for ju- uh, jumping on with us today.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me,
0: Coach Dameron's been in Fort Smith uh, for about 15 minutes. He he hit the ground running, and uh, the first thing right out of the box is he gets the Battle of Rogers Avenue tomorrow night, Coach. I know you have to be excited about that. Now, Coach, I know you know you grew up in Bentonville and Rogers, so I know you have got to have had some familiarity with the North Side South Side game.
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, growing up, you know, going to school in Bentonville and Rogers, and and um knowing that uh you know they were uh, had a big rivalry down here you know crosstown rivalry roger battle of rogers uh avenue and all that and uh, it was always something that uh uh you know you knew that was a big game every year and so uh, i'm excited about uh, being in it and uh you know i'm treating it. Um, I'm going to talk to our kids about it today, about uh, the fact that, you know, it's kind of like a bowl game, to be honest with it you. Us, is. It's, You're right. It's a, You know, it's, a, it's like a preseason bowl game. And um, so, uh, you know, it, it's not a conference game this year. Uh, it's the very first game in the season instead of late in the year. And so it, it really kind of brings a, a, a new uh, added addition to it.
0: Now I'm going to give, some, give you guys some background, the, the people who don't follow high school sports that closely, or maybe you've forgotten that the Arkansas Activities Association, when they did their conference realignment back uh, last spring, uh, because uh, there are only s- the 16 largest schools in the state are in Class 7A, um, they have some restrictions on what they can do as far as conference alignments are concerned. So a couple of things happened that caused a domino effect. The first one was that uh, in Little Rock there's a brand new high school opening called Little Rock Southwest which was going to merge, I think, two or three high schools, and we had Coach Daryl Patton on a couple of weeks ago. So what that did is it brought a new school into Class 7A. Van Buren's enrollment um, knocked them down a classification and took them down to Class 6A. So what happened is Northside and Southside uh, schools, um, in order to create a, an eight-and-eight eight school balance, eight teams in the West, eight teams in the Central, the AAA split the Fort Smith schools. No, no one wanted them to do that. The AAA nope. didn't want them to do that. No one, Coach, that I know of, wanted that to happen at all. But it got to be a case of where that was the only logical thing that could happen, and it did happen. So that forced Fort Smith north to remain in the 7A central, and it brought Southside into the 7A west, effectively taking Van Buren's place, which moved down to 6A. So North side and South side now, not in the same conference for the first time coach, I believe since 1981.
2: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, and, and like you said, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, uh, storied rivalry. Sure. It is. And, uh, you know, and, and there's not a lot of, uh, uh, places, you know, other than here in Fort Smith and maybe in Little Rock that where you have schools that are so close and, uh, You know the kids know each other so well because you know they they all grew up a lot of them uh, together, and so um, you know it just makes for you know it's like you know like a like a backyard family football game. Absolutely.
0: So this Ricky and Paul, this will be the 60th meeting between Northside and Southside. Coach, I'm not going to say who holds the edge in the uh, rivalry, but it's not your school, but I won't say who has it. Wasn't his fault. Uh, but for a long time, now you have to remember, for a long time, Fort Smith Northside, you know, Fort Smith Northside was Fort Smith High School. Yeah. And when, yes. they, and when Fort Smith Southside opened in 1965, you have to remember all the talent in that city stayed at Northside. So it took a long time. For Southside's talent to come up to the level of what Northside was, and Northside dominated this, you know, this rivalry for many, many years until that talent level came up and they were, you know, pretty much equal. Now, going into this season, Northside has won four straight in this rivalry. Prior to that, for eleven straight years, it was Southside that won the game. So this has been kind of a series of streaks back and forth, and right now Northside's they're the one with the streak, but I know Coach Damer and his his bunch are dying for that streak to end tomorrow night, right, Coach?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know we we'd like to we'd like to start a, a streak of our own, um, but uh, you know that we can't worry about all that. If the biggest thing we're we're worried about is are uh, not worried about, but but excited really about is you know just that we get to play a football game. I mean, we're exactly yeah. I mean, how fortunate are we that? not only did we get to start practice on time we got, and, and, and now we got to play our benefit game and now we're, we're, we're uh, getting to start the season on time. And uh, there's a lot of people around the country that would, that are really jealous of of the fact that we're being able to start this season. And I just, you know, I want to say that uh, how much I appreciate, you know, our governor and our state legislature and, and, and uh, the AAA and everything that, you know, that is that has gone on to allow this to happen. And the thing that I want to make sure that we do is is that we continue to do the things that we've been doing, uh, that, that that is allowing this game to go on in, you know, the social distancing and the wearing of the masks and all that and all the directives that they put out there. And I think it's extremely important for for the uh, you know for the families that are that are going to be able to come. You know, I mean really and you get right down to it. You know, the game is for the kids. It's for their parents and their well, families.
0: Absolutely, and coach. And, yes, and, sir. And,
2: and the uh, and the you know the um, the band, the cheerleaders, the the uh, the dancers, the and their parents. And so you know that's where our priorities. Uh, and I know you know, Coach Beaumont here, our athletic director has done a great job of of putting it in a position to where the people who it means the most two are going to be able to see it.
0: That's fantastic.
1: Hey, hey Kim, uh, uh, just kind of following up on that, who people have, we've all been to some scrimmage game, me and Paul and, uh, and Chip over here. But what are you telling your fans when they ask you, what do they need to know before they step foot inside uh, Mayo Thompson Stadium on Friday night? Thursday night. As far as. Um, Thursday night. Thursday night. Yeah. yeah, Thursday night, as far as protocols and so forth
2: well um you know our our uh, players and and uh, again you know some band members and truly uh, spirit squads and all that you know their parents get their tickets there at the uh at the gate and they tell them who they are and all that and then when they get in the game you know they, the the uh the seating is marked off with uh yellow tape and uh so you you know uh you know you have a certain area that you could sit in we have a we have a certain area that's set aside for uh, Southside students. We had a lottery, uh, basically, I guess, uh, for the, some remaining tickets, so so some of the student population could could get tickets also, and and you know it, it's going to be different. Um, it's going to be something you got you got to got to put your mask on and you got to keep it on. You know that that's big because the thing that we don't want to do is we don't want to um, take anything away from these kids in the form of a season or anything like that, just because we don't want to wear a mask or we want to, you know, we don't want to sit in the right spots or we want, you know, and that's just, you know, you got to think of, uh, you know, what this is really all about Exactly what it's about is these kids and giving them the opportunity to compete. And so we don't want to do anything that would, that would uh, take that away from them.
0: Coach Dameron, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are no, you cannot, get you can, if you don't have a t- if you don't pre-purchase a ticket you cannot pay at the gate to get in is that correct
2: well I, yeah I, i'll be honest with you i'm really not sure about how all that went i know how it went for our our, our um, benefit game uh and and so um i'm not really sure as far as like uh you know family members and all that uh and what and what their their deal is um but uh as far as like the normal general population there's just not any general admission tickets
0: that's what i thought that's and, what i thought and, and
2: yeah and so um now what there is is there's a live stream of the game correct on the the jumbotron here at Southside High School. Okay, so you're gonna show and it
0: there at your stadium so people could go. We're gonna to the show the game. Stadium. Yeah, okay. we're
2: gonna show the game at our stadium. Okay. That's still awesome. got a social distance, still gotta wear your mask and all of that. But we're actually gonna even open up the field. To where you could bring a lawn chair out, and and uh, Outstanding. You can't bring any, yeah. you can't bring, you, you can't bring any of your own uh, concessions. But we do have, we're even going to have the. You hear that, Rick? You, you leave your
0: cooler at home, room Rick. Room. You can't go to well, the house. Yeah, leave your cooler but, at home. That's right. Hell, that's deal breaker uh, for me. Now,
2: I, I tell you what, you better bring though. is you better bring an umbrella. Yeah, <laughs> be a little warm. Uh, oh, it, it might be raining. It's yeah. about eighty to ninety percent chance of rain tomorrow night. There you so. go. There you go hey Kim I
1: wouldn't dare to even uh, suggest you uh, reveal a game plan but generally speaking you know about Norwood already and uh, when you got a dual threat quarterback like that is it max pressure of rushing the quarterback you lean, <laughs> lean back or what do you do when you when you got an well, outstanding player like that
2: well I've always thought of those types of players especially in the court, at the quarterback position guys that are dual threat guys and guys that can run around. You know, you, you, it's kind of like it's kind of like the air in a balloon, and and you know if you push too hard in one spot, the air is coming out. And so the yeah. thing that we, the thing that we have to do, is we've got to make sure that we do our best to contain him, uh, do our best to uh, maybe keep him in the pocket. And and to be honest with you, I, I think you know, especially with the, the chance of rain, uh, we got we got to. I know he can run. <laughs> that yes, <sir>. I know. <laughs> yes. Uh, and he can outrun everybody on our team, and probably everybody in the city of Fort Smith. So uh, <laughs>
1: we're
2: we're um, we're we're not wanting to get in a foot race with him. That I can promise you.
1: Good deal. But
2: uh, and 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 the the thing that makes him so dangerous is because not only can he run around, but they got great receivers that that uh, you know can run also, and they do a really good job of get, of uncovering when he starts to scramble. Uh, and so that's those are things that. You know, we've tried. I've been defending that kind of stuff for a long time, but you know, it's 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 a totally it's a new group. It's a, a different player, and he is a special player, that's for sure. Uh, and so, uh, you know, we're going to do the best we can do to just uh, kind of we we try to keep him. I mean, you're not going to stop him. You're not going. He's going to make yards, and uh, the thing we can't do though is just is. Uh, uh, let him you know just make just huge chunks of yards uh, and uh, and be able to to run around long enough to, to find a receiver that's just wide open because we didn't we didn't uh, you know get to our guy or something like that. So mm-hmm. those are the things that, that keep you up at night.
0: Well, it'll be a good matchup coach, because I know your defense is strong. Uh, Sean Rogers is a heck of a player at defensive end. Um, mm-hmm. You know I know he's a heck of a player. you got a great linebacker. Uh, in Chaffee, and uh, mm-hmm. I know that you know. I know that you guys will be ready. It'll be, especially if it's rain, that could be the great equalizer um, in this game. And so it, it it doesn't matter. The Battle of Rogers Avenue is always a great game. It doesn't matter. Like Coach Mike Fuller and I talked to him, the North Side coach. He said it doesn't matter if it's Week One or Week Ten. It doesn't matter if it's a conference game or not a conference game. It's it's no. North Side South Side game, and that always brings out the best in
3: players for both sides. Going to be intense well, for yeah. sure.
2: Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, I, you know, and, and for for a lot of you, for, for a lot of your listeners uh, that can remember when Arkansas-Texas was a big rivalry, yes. it didn't really matter what the records were, and it didn't matter. Uh, you know, I was in, in a couple of those that that ended up pretty good on our side, but and and so it, it's it's uh, one of those things that, like you said, you throw the the records out, you throw the history out, you throw. I mean, because because anything can happen, and so. Um, you know, that's the thing that makes it a really exciting competitive event
1: and, uh, I can't wait to be part of it. Good deal. Hey Kim, man, I like your attitude. I equate this like if I'm sitting down and professor says, here's your big test. It's worth 50% of your, uh, grade all year. I'd be scared wanting to leave right there, but look like man, you're, you're all in, you're ready to go with a big test right off the bat.
2: Well, yeah, I, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's a game for us that, that I, I look at it and I say, okay, if we come and we pull off a uh, a, a win and you know, uh, as the underdogs and and all that, boy, it can really set you up for you know, so some really great things down the road and all that. And and you know, if, if we go over there and and, um, and and don't happen to come home with the trophy, uh, it, it's not like the whole season's lost. Uh, it, it's it's um, it it'll show us kind of where we are and where we need to go and. And things like that yes. so I my thing is I just love to compete and and I know that these kids are are, are excited about being able to go compete and uh, you know we'll 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 compete our hind end off until until the whistle blows and we'll look up and see what the scoreboard says
0: well coach listen thanks for coming on with us today I know you're excited to be to be playing a, a game I know we're excited to be able to cover a game Thursday night Thursday night um, Thursday night yes sir you guys are kicking off the high school season in Arkansas yep. and I'm gonna echo again what coach Damron said and I said this last week and I will continue to say this every time we have a podcast or I see you wear a mask this is not about you it's not it's about right. the kids if you lose sight of that if you don't understand that's what it is i'm going to make it simple for you stay home <laughs> don't come to the game don't be around the kids this is not about you it's about them and, and you do not need to lose sight of what what this is all about we don't want this to be a one week thing we want them to we want these kids to play for 10 weeks 11 weeks 12 weeks whatever it is it's for the kids they, this is their time it's not about you it's about them
2: absolutely i I tell you what uh, uh, yeah keep saying that every time every time that you can keep saying
0: it well coach I know you got uh, X's and O's to work on I know you got some uh, prep finish, finish prep going on down there uh, getting you'll know, get through the rain and, and whatever and get ready for tomorrow night thanks for being on with us and coach we will catch up with you again uh, if not next week maybe uh, real soon.
2: Okay, thank you. I appreciate it, guys.
0: That was Coach Kim Damron. He is the brand new head football coach at Fort Smith Southside, getting ready for his first Battle of Rogers. It's gonna be coming up Thursday, 7 o'clock at Mayo Thompson Stadium, right there in downtown Fort Smith. Now keep in mind there are no Coach Damron said this, there are no general admission tickets for this game. So if you do not have an e-ticket, you will not get in the game. There will be limited seating at the game. But something that I did not know, and this is Rick, that's a really cool thing, that Southside is going to use their video board to show the game over at Jim Rowland Stadium across the town. So you can go over there. If you can't, if you don't have your tickets, you can go over there to Southside. Ricky, you can't take your cooler. You can take your lawn chair, but you can't take your cooler. I'm not doing it. But uh, you can go over there and uh, and watch the game over there and cheer for, you know, whichever team. And uh, that's what a great idea that is. that That's a great idea. I cannot believe that Coach Mike Beaumont would have come up with that. So surely, Paul, <laughs> someone else yeah. came up with that uh, idea.
3: We're, we're, gonna, we're, uh, we're not going to jump on Mike. <laughs> I, 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 we're going to give credit. We're going to give Mike a little bit of credit. As, as just little as a little, possible. A little there little you go. I'm not going to give him too much. There but you I'll go. I'll give him a there little
0: bit. There you go. So we're going to take a break right here, and when we come back, we're going to talk about one wild and crazy volleyball match that happened on Tuesday night. Uh, you know, people that might not realize this, volleyball's going on too. And we had a crazy one with involving Bentonville High School on Tuesday night. And we're going to bring in Michelle Smith, the volleyball coach at Bentonville. I think they're still playing, Paul. I don't know if that match is finished hey, uh, yet. I don't
3: know. I, I think it went maybe midnight.
0: Man. So we'll be right back. This is the Prep Rally, the podcast, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Prep Rally, the podcast, and we're going to talk about a wild and crazy volleyball game that was played on Tuesday night with Bentonville High and Mount St. Mary out of Little Rock. Now, ordinarily, volleyball matches, Paul, you're our volleyball guru. Normally, they're 25, 23, or maybe 28, 26. You know, usually in that range, nothing crazy, Last night, the scores of this match with Bentonville and Mount St. Mary, 42-40. 42-40. So we have Michelle Smith, the volleyball coach at Bentonville, with us today. Coach, is the, is the match over with yet? or are you still playing?
4: Um, I'm still tired. Wow. <laughs> yes, it, it, it's definitely over. Um, wow. You know, it was, a, it was a first for us in our program to play that long in my coaching career. It's a first. I don't know if it's a good first, um, but it was definitely um, – a good ending to the night. So the girls played with a lot of uh, grit.
0: Michelle, how long have you been coaching? 18 years. So have you ever seen a match go to 40 points before?
4: No. The wow. highest before that, I think, was in 07. We played Bishop Kelly 32-30 maybe. We hit the 30s, and that that was crazy to me.
0: Now, Coach, um, didn't, didn't you had an, another game in this match that went into the 30s, right?
4: Yeah, 30s.
0: that was the first game which we
4: lost and you know after that you're wondering if you can pick yourself back up off the floor and the girls did thinking okay let's go to 25 and then I guess they just wanted to play a
2: little bit longer
0: that's almost a double header volleyball match is is, is what it was it was crazy well Paul I know you're you know you're way more versed in volleyball than 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 Rick or I certainly so you know what what do you you know what do you think about that
3: well th- you know I, lots of people asked me this morning and I, and the only thing the the longest i'd ever seen was 3533 but michelle the one thing i was going to ask you is your kids uh, you know getting something out of that match the fact that, that that every point was was do or die there in in so many of those situations what do you feel like your your kids took out of that last night
4: endurance number one um you know the, the fact that we could survive the night and come out on top um and still have focus that that's really hard when when your body starts breaking down like that and you're exhausted usually the first thing to go is your focus and your your, your train of thought your thinking but they stayed they, they stayed on the right track they played hard so i was really proud of them for that um like i said it was a first for us where after game two, especially, I thought, okay. And I I told the girls in the huddle, I said, it's, it's, we're, we're equally matched. They're a great team. We're a great team. I said, the team that's going to come out on top is the team that is better conditioned. I said, it's going to be survival of the fittest. So hopefully by the looks of it, what we've been doing and, you know, in our workouts has been, has been working.
3: That's
0: validation. Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Not to, not to mention the fact that, uh, you know, uh, Bentonville is the defending Class 6A state champions, but not a lot of those players who saw significant play in that state championship match are back. So you're seeing a lot of new kids playing, a lot of kids who don't have a ton of experience. Boy, they got some experience last night, right? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they a got a cou- lot cou- of reps. A couple of experience. matches worth, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, yeah, no, it was good to see some of our, our young ones step up to the plate and uh, and produce some points. So that wow. that was really nice to see as a coach.
1: Hey, Michelle, this is Rick Fires. We're we're in uncertain times with COVID-19, but isn't mm-hmm. a prime example, number one example for me, how much these kids want to be out there playing sports, competing. It's hard to say anybody lost this game. It's something I'm going to remember for a while, and I think these kids going to remember it for 30, 40 years. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, these girls are playing every game like it's their
4: last, literally, yeah. um, because it, it could be. So – you know, you always use that as a quote as a coach and you try to motivate them that way. But the motivation is just coming from from them right now. It's it's all internal. They're the they want it. They know what's at stake. They know it could be their last game. So when they go out, win or lose, they, they're going to step off that court going. I gave it all I had. So that that's that's just really humbling and cool to see as a coach, because these girls, everyone is learning a lesson from COVID um, this year in athletics.
0: Michelle, we've you know we've talked about this, about the football games, and, and uh, you know, what are some of the social distancing and, and some of the guidelines that volleyball is using um, for those who, who, who go to show up, you know, at the gym to want to watch you guys play? What are some of the guidelines that they're having to follow?
4: Um, so, obviously, the six feet of distance masks uh, were down in capacity as far as every row every other row is closed down um so it works out to be almost about 33 percent capacity okay. okay um but what's kind of neat in turn is we've we're, we've turned to all e tickets so we're trying to do everything online and we only have a certain amount for visitors and a certain amount total so what's kind of happened, the trend that we're seeing is we're seeing a lot of people at these games because they don't want to miss it. Sure. And they oh, if I don't get my tickets online now, I might not get in at the door. So even for our benefit match last week, we had more fans than almost previous years because they didn't want to miss it. And even with the fans and the parents, they're sitting there thinking to themselves, this might be the only game I get to watch this year. So I'm going.
0: That's fantastic.
4: So it's, it's kind of, been nice to see just the the fans in the stands supporting us even during you know a pandemic and following the rules and wearing their masks and going to great lengths to get here and get online and order their tickets online Um, but it's still putting fans in the stands which is
3: is really nice. Michelle I was going to ask watching you guys against Greenwood in your benefit match uh, the kids on the sidelines are wearing their masks, but when they go to to come in the game sometimes they forget uh that Mm -hmm. was kind of it was there were some humorous moments at times when we're we're trying to you know trying to make sure everybody's wearing their mask but then trying to get them in the game it's a interesting little deal as a coach right
4: yeah you know so it's there's new routines um there's been new routines since we would returned in june from signing in to covid screens to you know a certain amount of number of athletes in the locker room at the same time. Just, so this is a new routine. Now that games have started, you know, okay, mask on, mask off, mask on, mask off. When do I have the mask? When do I don't need the mask? Okay. I'm subbing in. Oh, I forgot my mask. So it's just, it's Mm -hmm. a new routine. I would say, you know, give the teams in the conference about two weeks, eventually become a routine where, you know, they feel weird without their mask. Um, uh, so yeah, it's just it's a work in progress and these girls are resilient and teenagers are awesome and they want to play. so they're following the rules um, almost to a fault where they're forgetting to take it off.
0: Coach, you guys don't you know don't get a lot of time before you jump right into conference play you know next week, the six a West coach ha- has it ever been stronger than it is now?
4: Oh goodness. Um, our conference is insane yeah. uh, bringing South Side into the mix, which you know, depending on the year, they're either in central or with us, but they're always strong. Um, and that just, that adds the level of competition. and brings it a whole step higher. And then, you know, the Rogers programs are up and coming and building every year. Um, you got the harbors, the Fayettevilles, you know, the Bentonvilles. It's just across the board, there's no easy match anymore. Um, years ago when I first, you know, back in the 07, 08 era, that you could kind of name on one hand, okay, this is going to be a win, this is going to be a loss, this is going to be competitive, this one might be easy, and now it doesn't matter who you play, Exactly, you just, it's going to be a hard game, which is great, that's what we play for, that's what we live for, but sometimes it, it gets a little stressful for the coach and the players going, golly, we don't get a break, every game is hard.
0: Well, that's fantastic. Well, Coach, listen, thanks for coming on with us today. And, uh, you know, conference play, Coach, what starts when? on um, Next Thursday, is that right? Or it's next Thursday, right? Um, you have non-conference on Tuesday, and then you jump into conference play next non-conference Thursday. Non-conference right?
4: on Tuesday and then Thursday, yes.
0: That's correct. So 6A West conference play for volleyball will start next week, next Thursday, and they jump right into it. And uh, I know they're excited. And, Coach, listen, thanks for being on with us today. And uh, we will be catching up with you a little later in the season.
4: Sounds great. Thanks for having me.
3: Thanks, Michelle.
0: So that was Michelle Smith, the volleyball coach at Bentonville. Again, had a wild and crazy match on Tuesday night with Mount St. Mary out of Little Rock. Paul, 42 40 That was one
3: 37-35. And 37-35 and, and
0: another one. So that is an incredible amount of bump, set, spike, Paul.
3: Well, you know, what you need to think about, though, is think about 24. We had to go at 24-24 because – it's go to 25 to win, but you got to win one by two. Win by two. Right. So that means they went from tied at 24-24 all the way to 40, alternating points. So Nobody. it's 25-24, 20,
0: right. 26 25 27, 27. You know, bam, 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 one bam, bam. One point either way. We one didn't point have way.
3: two straight. We didn't. No team scored two in a row all the way from 24 to 40. That is hey, Paul, incredible. Uh, you're good
1: at math. How many uh, times are you within one point of winning?
3: Well, in that case, it's going to be 16 yeah. I mean, on either See, side. Yeah.
1: I was thinking uh, 48, so I'm not a good at math.
0: Yeah. We? Well, that's an incredible, incredible match. And one thing that Coach Smith hit on, and I'm going to hit on this again, when you go to watch him play volleyball, mask up. Absolutely. I don't want to wear a mask. I don't care. Well, COVID is just a hoax. I don't care. Uh, it's <laughs> not matter. really real. I don't care. It's It's made up because of politics. I don't care. None of it I care about. Do what you're supposed to do. Wear the mask. Not about you. It's about them. And, Rick, if you can't wear a mask, what should you do? Stay away. Stay home.
1: Stay home. Don't
0: get involved in it. Because you know what? Then you're putting yourself ahead of the kids, and they don't need that. And they don't and they don't want that, and they don't need that. So if you don't do it for anybody else... We want Bentonville to play 42-40 matches, and we want Southside and Northside to play football, and I want Pea Ridge and Shiloh to play football, and I want Decatur and Subiaco Academy to play football. I want this this to be no stop, no break. These kids, they've gone to school for a long time, and and especially these kids that are seniors. Yes. We've already seen what happens when you have the outbreak. We saw baseball, softball, soccer, and track completely Cut out of their life last year. Yep. Now, high school kids are not like college kids. College kids have been granted an extra
3: year of eligibility. No, no extra year. There's no man. extra
0: year for the high school kids. If their season stops, it's over for them. Now, a lot of you old people, and I'm an old people. I'm going to be 59 in a couple weeks. I'm an old people. Mm-hmm. We've forgotten what it's like to be in high school. Yep. You need you need to do this for the kids, and and this is uh, only for the kids. It's it that's the only thing it's about is for the kids, and they need to have. The best high school experience that they can have because this just they don't they don't get a mulligan they don't get a do over no next re-dos. year they don't get no that redo. you know their life moves on and and so just be smart and if you can't be smart stay at home now they're they're live streaming these games yes. they're on radio or whatever you can listen to the game at home don't show up if you can't wear a mask or you feel like it's something you can't do I respect that I, and then you need to respect what I'm saying don't show up.
3: Chip, I'm going to say one thing. I got to visit with with uh, Hannah Watkins from Greenwood last week. Yep, did a story on her.
0: How would I Paul? Uh, did that interview? You have to stand on a ladder to uh, do that. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. She's a foot taller than she, me by she, the way.
3: She is a foot taller than me. yes, yeah. yes. But what a remarkable young lady! Wow. Uh, she wrote a letter to the governor. She felt compelled this summer. See, that's what that it's all about, to right? Say. There just to let the governor know how important this is for her wow. and her classmates and her teammates. It's important for us to play, and we think we can do it. We'll, we'll follow the rules, and we'll do it safely. Just let us play.
0: See, if, uh, if us adults would just step back and let these kids do this. Exactly. There you go. That's hey. what we need is leaders like her and others like her to step up and say, this is this is I need this in my life. I yes. need this, yes. and, and that's what we and, need. And she did. Props and to her. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Props and, to her. And the
3: governor and the governor wrote her back and oh. and said, "Hey, we're we're just trying to keep you safe." He said, "We understand. I understand what you're saying. We're just trying to keep you safe. We, you know, we're going to do our best. We're well, going to do our best to, to well, see that you get to play." Well,
0: she's a, she's a hero in my book. Absolutely. 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 Good player too. So. That takes care of this week's edition of the podcast. Next week, we're going to come back with you after what we hope is going to be the first full week of high school football. Now, we're supposed to have some rain. I know that's coming in on Thursday. Hopefully, it's just going to be rain, and, and that's it. And we'll play with that rain and we'll get through it. And we're going to, and we're going to, this, this is going to be one week in the books, and we're going to, then we're going to focus on the next week. And we're going to focus on this one week at a time, not get ahead of ourselves, and just try to focus on this one week at a time. And that's, that's the only way we're going to get through this. So I'm Chip Souza. Thank you, Paul Boyd, for being here. Rick fires. Henry wasn't able to be with us today, but we will have him back later, and we will talk some more sports next week. Again, this is Prep Riley, the podcast, and we will catch you next time.